Okay, welcome to another episode of No Excuses, Real Inspiration, hosted by myself, Scott Marshall. So today we have Gemma. So welcome, Gemma. You are, uh, how do I put it, an ultra runner now? I'm not, not quite an ultra runner. Nice to meet you, by the way. Thank you very much for having me. Um, oh, I'm, 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 a, I'm a jogger turned runner, turned a little bit obsessed with it, but there we go. Okay. So let, let's talk about your, your story. So where, where are you from and how did it all start? Oh gosh, where am I from? Well, I'm from a little town in the Staffordshire Moorlands, originally, a little place called Leek, but I currently live in Birmingham. So I've been in Birmingham now for about eight years um, and that's where I run quite regularly, but I split my time kind of between Birmingham and London. So basically wherever I can stick a pair of trainers on, I'll go and run around it. Okay, perfect. So. Let's talk about your running journey then, your fitness journey, how it all began. Wow. Um, well, I'm a complete novice, basically, and I'm quite open about that. So my journey started in January this year. So prior to literally, yeah, prior to January the 1st, and this wasn't a New Year's resolution, just going to throw that out there. I'm really quite anti New Year's resolutions because I think, just, what's the point? Just start when you start. But it happened to start for me in January, like the depths of January. Like I'd have been through quite a big like um, experience last year. So unfortunately, like lost my mum to breast cancer um, and I'd put on a lot of weight. Like I just like psychologically, I wasn't in a great place and I just one needed like a bit of escapism and I didn't really have a thing up until then. Um, and I kind of thought I just want some fresh air so it started with walking so it didn't start out as running I just thought I need to get out of the house and start doing a bit of walking so I basically um got a pair of really cheap horrible trainers I'm not going to name the brand because it'd be upsetting but they were like TK Maxx special <laughs> 20 quid pair the worst pair that you can run in but I was just like fine you know stuck them on and started walking and then the walking kind of turned to jogging and the jogging turned to running and it kind of snowballed from there okay and then when you were, so let's talk about your experience of your first run and your new trainers. <laughs> well, the bad, I mean, I've been through several pairs of trainers since then, and I don't, don't even talk to me about the state of my toenails. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, my, my first proper, like, gosh, my first run, like, it was hard. Like, it, the journey's not been easy. Um, I think, you know, like, my, my first, like, run that I was doing properly this year was very much like I'd walk for a bit and jog for a bit and then I'd get stitch and it was just difficult but then I say that when I got home that sense of like obviously the endorphins kick in that sense of achievement that I've been out I've got my fresh air I've got myself out of the house was like a quite a turning point for me in terms of like say that sense of that sense of escapism that I wasn't finding yeah. in any other part of my life okay and then for yourself so that first run, did you just go out, you know, no music or did you have to have music on that time? Oh, no, I literally listened to, it's embarrassing the kind of music I listen to. I mean, it's full on. It's, it's weird, actually. It's the only time that if you listen to my playlist outside of running, I can listen to like kind of like R&B, hip hop. Well, it's still like house music, but this is like full on techno is what I listen to when I run. Okay, just to get yourself going to the beat. Basically. Yeah, I need the pace. I need that like high intensity. It just is as soon as I put that on, now I've got a, 
like I have a playlist for everything now but like that back then I just like thought oh maybe a bit of trance or something and then I was like this works like it's actually just kind of it switches up my mood from what I'm doing outside of that no definitely for myself anyway um if you've got a playlist and you know with the new feature on Spotify if you've you know you've got your playlist and obviously the new shuffle where it will add brand, random songs to that list and then you're going to slow your pace down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is why I have a very set, very set list because you're right, if you end, ends up throwing a random song in it, I'm like, nah, then you need to switch it up. It's never good. <laughs> okay, so let's, let's talk about, you know, when you started running, um, all the emotions um, going through the change, obviously. Yeah, I mean, like I say, it was kind of a obviously big, big year for me last year and um, was like when you kind of experienced loss, you know, you just off, you don't really kind of know how to channel your emotions. And like I say, with me, it was just where I started with it. I work say I wasn't in a great place physically, but I'd started really just kind of focus on like clearing my head and through the kind of fresh air that I was getting in January, I was like, this is this is good. Didn't see any physical results straight away, you know, and that's kind of what. It wasn't like I say what my primary objective when I went into it was just like I need to get myself out of the house I need to kind of you know kind of get back to me again but um you know kind of the throughout the course of this year I started setting myself little goals and I thought because I was quite enjoying that throughout January because I getting home like I've done another run you know might have run for a mile and ran for a mile and a half and I thought I need to set myself a challenge and there was a cancer research um challenge in February where you could run two we needed to run two miles every day throughout the course of the month and I'd got to the point in January I was like well, I, could, I could just walk some of the way like so I, and I'd set myself a goal as in like I told my family that I'm like right I'm raising money for cancer research this is what and so then people started donating and I'm like oh goodness like the accountability started to come in yeah. because I wasn't just like accountable to myself then I'd like put it out there that I needed to raise some money for it yeah that throughout the hot that's that month was a real turning point for me for this in this year like it's changed everything because start of the month running two miles and then by the end of the month and this was horrible weather like it was like February it's wet cold I was having to go out after work and it was peeing it down with rain I was like this is rough but like I had it in the back of my mind obviously I've got all this money that I've been raising you know I kind of didn't want to let people down I didn't want to let myself down and it's that um, you know, got to the end of the month, and the last run I did was a, a 10k, and I was like, don't quite know how this has happened. <laughs> that over the course of the month, that consistency and consistency's been, and like the discipline's been a theme throughout the whole of this year for me. Like, it just the mindset change, it was quite miraculous, really, over the course of you know what was essentially a month. No, definitely. And then, obviously, you mentioned you are raising money. So, if you don't mind asking, how much did you raise in the total? Oh, it, I mean, it wasn't a huge amount. I think it's about fifteen hundred pounds. So, you know, kind of guess in the grand scheme of things, I mean, it wasn't too bad. But um, you know, now I'm starting to raise money again for um, because I've just gone and signed myself up for a full marathon. But hey, so okay. <laughs> got from running two k a day or two two miles a day to now having to okay. try and so attempt to do a full marathon next year. But right. um, so that's going to be next year. When will that? Yeah. Be? So well, it's just and this is like kind of the thing. It's just been a game of like like a game of inches you know so basically each as each month's gone by I've set myself new targets and I think I, I wouldn't have said in February or like a year away I'd be thinking about like the London Marathon that was just like it wasn't even in my mind it was just like 
each day like trying to get a little bit better and I think we often put too much pressure on ourselves and for me it was about well what can I do better this day what kind of what can I focus on tomorrow and if it means that I could start working on my pace a little bit you know so I could get a little bit quicker or just distance has been a big thing for me because at the start I just wanted to keep going fast like I'm just going to run see if I can go faster and like do it without like running out of breath and actually as I've learned actually by focusing on the distance the kind of pace sorts itself out on yeah, its own absolutely. um but it's one of those things when you're such a novice as I have been I was like I've just got to run fast and then end up hurting myself in my cheap trainers which I've now changed up to like proper ones and had my gait done and stuff which again didn't even know what the word gait meant <laughs> at the start of the year it was a gait analysis I was like what is even that so no good and then so obviously you've set yourself different challenges throughout the year so and now you know you're going to do your full marathon um, have you do, done anything else like close to that well and, and actually I can't really take all the credit myself for like kind of getting to this journey because so early on in the year when I was like I'd started out doing this on my own and and I, I was a bit nervous about joining like a running club because I think they often have those preconceptions around everyone being really elite athletes and you know like and I was like there being Miss Jogger on my 36 minute 5k's you know kind of on my own and I was enjoying my own company it sounds awful but like I was enjoying that escapism yeah. but I saw on Instagram in the summer there was a, a running club because I live in Sutton Coalfield in Birmingham and there was a running club that's been set up by this guy called Grant which is called the Sunday Running Club it's called Sunday Running Club but we run other days than a Sunday right, okay. <laughs> like <laughs> every day but I was like, oh gosh, it looks quite interesting because they run around Sutton Park, which is this beautiful park in Birmingham. But they're absolutely crazy because they meet at five o'clock in the morning. But they just look like a really good group of people, like really kind of mixed in terms of like, like some people, Uber athletes who can run like 5K in 18 minutes and then some that do it in like 48 minutes. And I was like, well, okay, well, I can't be that bad. Then I can kind of settle in the middle of the pack and kind of plucked at the courage, messaged him and then joined one of the runs and I had a really good run with them that day because I was like actually my pace started getting better because I realized that by naturally being around others it just brought out that slight competitive side of me and I was just which I didn't I didn't expect that to happen and and where I'm kind of going with that is essentially like I've been joining those guys ever since at crazy clock in the morning doing these 5am runs which I was up at four o'clock this morning ahead of my 5am run but um they then set a challenge around this month. So in September, I'd, I'd been running and he was like, we're going to do a half marathon in the park in November. And I was like, flipping out, like, can I even do that? Because like the longest I'd run was maybe like seven miles yeah. like before that. Um, but I thought, okay, well, just screw it. I'll give it a go. So yeah, so as of last week, which in early November, I um yeah run my first half marathon which with the with the whole of the running club there was like 50 of us doing it it was such wow. a great feeling doing it with the whole crew some of them flew round and like half an hour quicker than I did but it didn't really matter because we were all in our club t-shirts all got the medal at the end all got group photos like the first time I've ever felt like I've been in a like a team so yeah. since I was at school no good and then if you don't mind me asking what was your time for your oh gosh it's marathon. awful um no I did um so this is the thing this is competitive side comes out so it took me two, two hours and 10 minutes so it was it was a slow one um but I, I say that and I'm, I was still so proud of myself because I'm like I've done it and it just gives me like fodder for the next one because I'm like 
I've had some issues with my because again you start to know your body like I've learned how my body works in the last year so I know when things are going and I've had some issues with like my like my glutes and stuff and I could feel it going at mile five and I thought I could just carry on at the pace that I was which I was on track to do with two hour but I thought no slow it down don't injure yourself and psychologically when you're watching other people get injured around you which I had never even considered that that has been a thing to distract you when you're running yeah. like watching other people because I've yeah. seen quite a few injuries and I'm like oh, that could be me so slowed down and yeah it was um although the last hundred like couple of hundred meters I did do managed to get a sprint finish so to feel quite good that sense no, of the end um but. I totally agree about the, the injuries because um a couple of years ago um I ran on Christmas day and I was going, I was going for a PB, um, and I think I got, you know, at that point, I got under the twenty-five minutes, um, you know, same as yourself, a sprint finish, yeah. and it was just a five k around the block basically, um, but on that particular day it was snowing, so obviously because of the slippage, you know, I was just pushing myself too much, and I went home after that, got my PB stretched off, sat down on the couch, and then I literally couldn't move. Oh my gosh. Oh, so, bless and then basically, to get my Christmas dinner, I basically had to crawl <laughs> on the floor. <laughs> basically. Oh, um, no. Wow. Uh, so basically what happened was I pulled my glute. Uh, oh. My left yeah. glute, so it was. Um, so basically, that's why my back went. Um, and then oh, wow. I seen a physio and she sorted me out and now I know just don't go don't go around on Christmas day <laughs> I mean yeah save that for the turkey on the on Christmas yeah, day exactly. although although I quite actually I, I, I think our run club are talking about doing a meet on Christmas morning it might be slightly later than 5am I don't want to do a 5am on Christmas day nah, definitely maybe 6 30 yeah get a long line <laughs> Okay, so so let's talk about your club. What's the name of your club? So they're called Sunday Running Club. Um, I think I think it might start. And you know, actually, I don't know why. Yeah. I should I should ask I should ask more questions. But I think it yeah. started out on a Sunday. But then right. literally, we meet. Like I say, it's five a.m. Five doing a five k every day. I don't do it every day. But um, like this morning, which is a Monday. Um, I got up yeah, at four o'clock to meet at five o'clock. And I think it's one of those, the reason why they do it so early is just so it makes sense for people's working patterns. We've got all people from all walks of life, whether it's like nurses, teachers, you know, kind yeah. of. So it's, and most people can, in theory, get themselves out of bed to, to do that, which is just like, and it's, it's such a strange feeling, like especially this time of the year, getting up in the morning when it's like pitch black, we're running with head torches, but like that sense of achievement you get at the yeah. end of it like I got back to my house you know kind of 5 45 this morning I'm like I've already done my work for the day it's like such a it gives you so much more energy and I think it's affected other parts of my life now that I, I don't think the guys that organize it realize just the impact that it has on I mean and hopefully in a good way they see that, that the impact yeah. it's had on all of our lives that I've now got so much more energy and motivation for like yesterday I got up super early in the morning to go for a hike in the peak district which you know six months ago I wouldn't have been getting up at like five o'clock in the morning on a Sunday morning to go on a hike but I was like you know and tomorrow I've got an early commute it's just like my mindset has changed now and that yeah. early start every morning it just sets you up for the day. No definitely and I think you follow the same pattern that I do is like 
maximize your time exactly that's the thing you know so yeah just make every second count and I think yeah it's definitely just changed my mindset on life I think I've you know kind of taking more risks as well and just yeah kind of getting out of your comfort zone and again so like pushing me to do the half was it was was a definitely you know huge achievement and then I don't know it was like a moment I don't know even how it even came I saw a couple of them had done a marathon um because they did they did the London Marathon in October a couple of them did um and I it kind of then there was a sense of buzz within the like we've got a whatsapp group for the whole group and they were like oh let's enter the ballot because the ballot opened at similar times so we, everyone was then entering the ballot as a group like kind of as a joke almost like oh let's yeah. see like um which I didn't get a place as part of the ballot but it, it did change my mind at that point in terms of like well maybe I could sign up so I signed up to Manchester at that point because yeah. I didn't get a point in the didn't get a place in the ballot I didn't realize for the London Marathon by the way being a complete novice like how difficult it is to get a place because I had friends who've been trying for years were like oh it's like a one in 20 chance or something of getting a place and I just stupidly thought that I'd get one straight away so when I got my rejection I was like oh but I kind of like mentally I thought I've got this now I need to do it so I'd signed up to Manchester but then I'd also applied for a charity place so I'd and I had a phone call um a week later because charity places come a little later so if anyone's look, thinking about entering a marathon and don't get a place in the ballot always worth considering charity places and, yeah. and kind of looking at you know what's important to them and for me it was a breast cancer charity because that's kind of close course close to my heart because of my mom and um yeah I was super lucky because I've got this phone call back from breast cancer now which is the charity that I'll be running for to tell me that I'd got yeah a place in the London Marathon and honestly it was just never had a feeling like that um of just like just overwhelmed with emotion and like good emotion of just like gosh it's like dream come true followed by a slight moment of terror <laughs> like I've now got it's, it's but it's accountability again for me it's all about accountability because now I'm not just responsible because I did the half marathon for me that I didn't raise it for charity it was just like I wanted to do it for me yeah. and now I'm like and now I'm putting myself you know kind of raising I'm running running is part of I think there's about 200 runners for this breast cancer charity all we're trying to raise you know quite a lot of money so um but that just makes it's just going to make me even more focused like to get the job done and raise as much money as I can no definitely and then when you were running your half marathon were you listening to your music or were you just <laughs> I'm not David Goggins. Okay. <laughs> he just runs with the wind, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> no, I can't do that. And I'm very impressed when people tell me they can just like listen to like their heartbeat and I need like banging like techno okay. music. So, <laughs> so have you, have you thought about your, your headphones and your music? Will they last the length of a, a full marathon? Oh, that's a good point. I probably need to get, people tell you to buy those little, um, uh, you know they're like the power banks yeah. yeah so I think I'll have to take a power bank but I wear a running vest and I've, I might have to do like full-on running vest belt with all of the equipment all the essentials <laughs> my headphones don't although I have been told that with the London Marathon that like the last couple of miles to like take your headphones out just to like soak up like the atmosphere yeah. just, just like that will keep you going for the last couple of miles just the the buzz of the crowd so maybe I might take them out a little bit more than I do normally but I'm pretty okay. anti-social runner <laughs> <laughs> um, for yourself uh, Gemma when you're running so before a run and after a run what what do you eat and what do you drink 
Oh gosh, this is where we probably get really, um, well, I guess it, early morning runs, I really struggle um, to like have anything in the morning. So I'll have like a little bit of water because I've made the mistake of like over loading and there's like either you feel sick or you need the toilet yes. <laughs> which is kind of not a great combo uh, especially in the dark so um first thing in the morning I don't because it's like I'm literally up at like four four fifteen yeah. and I'm running at five but later on um like if I'm running later on in the morning I like kind of just like to like kind of maybe I've had like made overnight oats or like a banana but I'll again I'll give myself a good hour before I actually go and do any exercise because yeah. I think sometimes with running it's a bit of a trial and error you learn the hard way of like okay, yes. I'm gonna go up now <laughs> so no, which, uh, yeah not not pleasant I think everyone's probably puked at the side of the road at one point or another <laughs> <laughs> and if you have uh, a go-to cheat meal what would it be oh go-to cheat meal oh it's a curry 100 percent yeah. yeah every time yeah, I don't know why I even thought about uh, second guess there myself. Then it's hands down a curry. But I've got one weird thing actually that I'm saying weird thing. There's a there's a a guy or follow on um, Instagram. It's called the Swedish endurance runner. He is um, an ultra runner, and he does these insane runs. Like he did one the other week. He used to run like a hundred kilometers in one day. Like wow. crazy sorts of distance. But I noticed on his on his feed he. Um, he he has baby pouches like food like the you know the kind of like the little pouches that babies have like cute purees on his runs and I was like what's that all about because I tried the gels and for me just I guess it's trial and error isn't it with these yeah. things I don't get on with gels and I'd realized on my long runs and I was getting to about the eight mile mark I'm like I needed a little pep but yeah. the gels I was like again made me feel a bit sick so I was like what do I try and I'd, I'd messaged him he's like I saw it and I was like you're gonna have to tell me about why and the same reason he was like I don't like them but then he was like you know it's just natural natural energy because it's this pureed fruit and now I like when I did my half last week I took baby pouch with me so and I think I was the only one I was running around holding this baby pouch in my hand but it got to like mile six and I was I was flagging actually at mile six maybe because my glute had gone I was like mentally yeah. in not a great place but it's brilliant I would totally recommend look you yeah. look a bit strange eating yeah. baby food when so, you're out and about as a grown-up but the, the listeners again what, what's his name uh just to check him oh out. the swedish endurance runner so okay. okay perfect yeah right so let's so obviously we've found out about your running journey right so let's talk about Gemma's fitness journey before running was around <laughs> I mean, it was pretty much, I would say, well, not, say not non-existent. So years ago, like I'd, you know, I've been one of those classic, just like uh, faddy, like faddy everything, right, faddy okay. exercise, faddy diets, like you, you name it, I probably would have tried it. Like all of the, I'm not going to name the names, but all of the, like the books, those kind of quick hacks yeah. that I, I was, I've been classic quick fix kind of girl. So, because my work's always been my focus. I'm like quite a careerist. So I'd do the exercise or the dieting thing just to kind of top it up. So I'd, you know, I'd, yeah. I'd do the Zumba classes. I'd do the, you know, the, like I'd had, I've had a PT for a bit that I did, you know, kind of years ago. And then I would do the classic shakes diets and all of that stuff, but it yeah. was always a quick fix. And I've realized over time now that those quick fixes, you've got to put in the hard yards. And I think it's, it takes a mindset change. And yeah. this is kind of coming from someone that I've you know like for me because I started the year I wasn't able to run a mile but 
just that consistency now it pays off and I had zero motivation when I got up this morning I didn't I'll be honest I didn't want to get out for a run but I knew that I had to because I commit to myself and, and to the point they make me accountable in the group I literally have to yeah. send a message the night before to say I'm in and I know I'm going to get named and shamed if I don't do it and I'm really competitive <laughs> so I'm like yeah. I don't want to let myself down so yeah it's kind of it's it takes that switch from being like I say because the fatty stuff I do the diet and then six months later, I put the weight back on again, or I just give up doing what I was doing. Whereas now, like I say, there's not a day that goes by where like running isn't a part, whether I'm thinking about it, yeah. planning my next run or actually doing one. It's like, it's, it's never far away. So in your, you know, your routine now, your, your weekly schedule, do you have any days that you, you know, you rest? Oh, well, again, that's the really good point because, um, I didn't know what I was doing <laughs> with this. And I think just also the whole point, like when I started, and I do it for enjoyment, that's like number one for me has always been about, I wanted to do something that I enjoy. And I think, you know, finding life, whatever it is that you like, whether it's like swimming, running, cycling, playing tennis, like for me, I've just found my thing. Um, but I didn't know what I was doing. Like I said, I was wearing the wrong trainers. So always recommend going to get your gait tested because I turned out I was wearing half size too small for my feet. They were the wrong kind of trainers, all of that. So sorted that out. But um, yeah, so I've lost my, <laughs> what was your question again? Um, I've lost the question. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, was it how, oh, I don't know. This is the, this is what happens. I'll just carry on. I'll just keep going and keep talking. <laughs> So let's um, let's let's talk about mindset when it comes to your running. Um, so mindset, mental health, and attitude. So, what's your personal opinion on them? What in terms of what so, kind of how important? Well, I guess within, from, okay. within the the running environment. I mean, yeah, it's for me. It's yeah, it's changed. Like I say, it's changed my life in so many different ways. Like I just. It, there's um a sense of a sense of release that I've never had doing anything else that sense of freedom that you have like for me obviously like I told you like run with headphones in but it's the only time where I can be other than swimming I think swimming's probably a close second actually on that I've like I really do enjoy being in the water but it's one of those places where I feel like you know because I'm like I say, a constant careerist like everything is always about you know my phone's never far away and I'm always checking emails or you know in a meeting or whatever whereas yeah. When I'm out on a run, it's just me, my music and the fresh air. And like for my mind of my escapism, when I've had a bad day in the office or I know I've got a busy day ahead, it's like it's me time. And no, and which is why I started as a solo runner. But I've realized now also I can do the same in a group because like I'm quite open with people when I run. I'm like, I'm not a chatter. <laughs> like, yeah. I'll run with you. But I'm like, it's just me time. And you'll find as I'm saying now I like talk like 99% of the time but the only time that I'm really quiet is just is when I want to run and it's given me like I think the other point for me around kind of from a mental health point of view is that it's definitely given me a lot more confidence in terms of I guess it helps to obviously physically I feel a lot better because I could lost a lot of weight so I'm feeling better in myself but like I just feel better physically like in myself like well and it's that sense of what the kind of the endorphins that it releases like it sets me up for my day I feel so much more boosted I have so much more energy for the day ahead and I think you know those that can you talked about consistency and the, and the, the mindset 
I'm more disciplined with other things in my life now as well. Like it's, it's affected, it's rolled over into other things that kind of that, that mentality around the kind of the get stuff done that why hold off tomorrow, what you can do today kind of thing. Like I can just get up and live each moment of the day, which yeah, it's, I could say, I know I'm probably going a bit OTT there, but yeah, it's, it has completely like transformed my life this year, like getting a bit emotional thinking about it. It's yeah, it's such a, such a big change. And I think people also that are around me, like have completely recognized that, like you're like a different person. I was like, I know. So get some trainers on, you'll experience the same. <laughs> <laughs> hope they fit properly like mine do, do now, as opposed to what we did six months ago. No, absolutely. And then, so for yourself, Gemma, um, how many pairs of trainers have you got now? Oh gosh, do you know what? Actually, I've only got two. I'm like, because I, I know people go through like lots of different ones, but yeah. I'm, I'm, I was an ASICS girl, but I'm now on uh, my favourites. I've got some Nike Zooms ones. So yeah, I'm like, not the ultra ones, because like, oh, I know yeah. everyone loves them at the moment, they're very, like the race shoes, but um but yeah I would recommend going to your local run shop to, to go and get them tested yeah. and because oh, the, the thing is with brands you can end up getting a bit like suckered in especially for Instagram like I look at it all and like, I see all the different colors and like the different brands that everyone's wearing and actually you just got to find what's right for your feet and like I say for me it was going into a run shop try getting someone to watch me as I run because I've got um I'm hypermobile I'm a let's so pronate as well so yeah. there's all sorts of things I needed for stability which I hadn't realized until someone was physically filming me as I was running and what are the trainers that I thought I wanted were the complete wrong, wrong ones for my feet yeah. so it's definitely worth not getting stuck in by what looks pretty and what actually like practically no, works for no, you definitely I've, I've done the same um because I've got uh, pins and screws in my right ankle Oh, gosh. Um, so really running for me <laughs> technically I shouldn't really be doing it because high impact but you know the longest run that I'll do is 10k um, so that's why I do shorter runs between 2 and 5k and then any targets that I'll set myself as like a 10k I'll, I've signed up for the men's 10k in Glasgow next year I'll do the Great Scottish Run in Glasgow next year as well so that'll be two 10ks but other than that, my runs will be between 2 and 5k, just because it's easier on my joints. Yeah, I mean, also, those distances are, like, the best anyway. Like, I I, I mean, I love my morning 5k's there. Like, you know, well, I can get my exercise done in 30 minutes, you know, it's yeah. done. And then same with a 10k. That's actually 10k is probably my favourite distance now, because you're like, again, under an hour, done. So I can go yeah. home. <laughs> and, like, for myself, I've done my first ever... Uh, 10k in Glasgow in 2014. Um, oh my goodness. I think it was like, I don't know, an hour 14 or an hour seven. It was well over an hour anyway. And then now, uh, a couple of months ago, I had 53, 16 uh, seconds. Oh my gosh, wow. 10k. Um, and I never thought I'd hit those, you know, that pace. Um, because before I was always six minutes, six and a half. And then, like this morning, I hit. Oh, sorry, this afternoon, I hit four forty-five for my pace, which I've never been able to do before. And um, so, it just shows you like consistency. If you just keep doing something, um, it will definitely change. Hundred um, percent. I couldn't couldn't agree more. Like, yeah, like I started out this. I mean, I didn't really didn't really track. I mean, I've got one of like the like the running watches now where I track like um, distances. Now, by the way, I'm the kind of person that doesn't. People always say like 
what's your Strava handle? And I'm like, I'm not going to tell you because it's none yeah. of your business. <laughs> so yeah. it's actually for me that I didn't go in this into like, uh, I'm very competitive with against myself. Yeah. But I realized the comparison thing that's actually also, cool. when you talk about psychology, I find the comparison thing probably one of the hardest things with running because there's always someone better than you. And yeah. like, and I can say that was one of the things that put me off. And I'm a bit of a perfectionist at heart. I like to be good at stuff. So I knew that, you know, and even now it does bother me. Like when I'm, you know, and I'm like, and I know like my run club and like people faster than me, but I've like tried to then, which is why I was like, I say for social media or anything like that, you won't see me like sharing like my times. If people ask me, I'm really open about it, but I won't go and promote it. But I know my own journey. Like I'll be honest, like I started out the year and I could do a 5K think my first 5k I did it in like 37 minutes yeah. and like uh, recently I did one in like 26 45 so yeah. like over the course of you know 11 months I've shaved like 10 and a bit minutes off but yeah, sure it's amazing but it's not you know still I can compare myself to people I've run with who do it in 18 yeah. minutes but then I'm like well their journey might have started five years before me you know and they're yeah, exactly. probably 10 years younger than me <laughs> but you know the, that's the thing like um for me, right, so when, you know, when you're thinking about time, right, if you are focused on time, that's when the enjoyment goes away, um, you know, effectively, like, so, you know, I, I love doing the, the Great Scottish Run there in Glasgow, but after it, not having to do the longer runs and trying to focus on the time, because now I can go out and enjoy my run and it's more relaxing. Yeah. Um, you know, and another perspective is like, I do open water swimming. Um, oh, wow. That's so amazing. So I've done 3K. I've done that um, in September. So that was my bucket list challenge this year. And be, uh, I'm going to be brutally honest. Um, I will probably never do that distance again because um, it, was, it was laps of Loch Lomond um, and it was like two maybe four laps of 750 um, but for me I was like after the one and a half k I was like this is boring like <laughs> I want to stop so if I'm going to sign up to that event again and I want to enjoy it I'll do one and a half k I'll no go for yeah. the 3k because I know I've completed that yeah exactly oh open water swimming though that's that's like hardcore do you do it in the winter as well no so you know I'll, when i can i can get out there like like yourself i'm mega busy and um, so only when i can fit swims into my schedule right now i'm back into you know pool swimming um, and you know like that's another thing as well like pool swimming that's become became more relaxing because leading up to that that swim I was constantly in the pool I was in the pool five times a week and I was oh, at wow. least between one and two k and the pool just and you know if you've ever swam in a pool it's just back and forth and it's very boring you know from one side to the other you don't have any music to motivate you no All you're you right you don't. Water. and it is the most probably the most depressing thing ever <laughs> if you're in there for about an hour Oh my goodness. And what and, and migrating to like open water then was that like so, the so, uh, definitely if you can go and try open water swimming. Um I would certainly, you know, get a wetsuit 
<laughs> you know, certainly. Um, there is people who go goes in in their skins, um, but yeah, they're hardcore. <laughs> well, but, I was going to say, I tried it once, the, I've, I've, not long ago actually, I've tried it, but you're right. Um, yeah, I really need a wetsuit <laughs> to do oh. it in the winter because I'm really, I, I would like to actively do it more because I really do enjoy swimming, but I get what you mean about the swimming pool. Like, and, uh, it's only so long and then people get in your way, don't they, in an indoor pool, you know whereas like outdoors. I actually think, like, people who are swimming a pool are actually more ignorant than runners, <laughs> you know, because, like, you know, if you're if you're running in a competition and stuff um, and people's got their headphones in, you know, they'll be focused, but you, they know you're there, but... yeah. There's people in swimming pools who are just doing tumble turns and they don't literally care. Like, no. <laughs> yeah, so they are more ignorant. <laughs> I might get some backlash off this from some Oh, swimmers. no. I mean, well, there we go. We might have opened Pandora's box there, but why not? Yeah. But no, I'm, 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 I'll am I'm. definitely try. I'll, I need to get a wetsuit because I, yeah. I was saying not long ago to my, um, the guys at the run club and there's a place near, near, not too far from... Because obviously where I live in Birmingham, not too much in terms of like proper open water, but there's quite yeah. a few like kind of lakes and pools and stuff. So I'm going to try that in the spring. It'd be like, maybe I could do a, can you do a duathlon with just water and running? I just don't fancy the cycling bit, to be fair. Yeah. So maybe. <laughs> um, you know, maybe next year, you know, after you've done your marathon, you probably move on to triathlon. Well, maybe as I say, my cycle—I can't cycle for like for. But then saying that, I couldn't—I couldn't run at the start of this year. Exactly. So who knows? There we go. But yeah, yeah we'll yeah. give it. But no, I'd be tip for open water. So I would say as the wetsuit, so it keeps you buoyant. You know, you know, definitely you'll continue to go, go. Uh, I invested in swim socks and swim gloves, and they—they they help you, um, especially oh, wow. temperature rise as well, because obviously if you're walking into open water you know you don't know what's at the bottom of the, the water as well so cut yourself etc so Ooh, I mean, certainly yeah. you know or you can buy these uh, swim booties as well they help oh i don't even know what they are what are yeah, they so definitely there's uh, there's loads on yeah. open water. i'll have to yeah. yeah i need to do my research properly before i do yeah. like i don't want another like 20 quid pair of trainers situations like I did I have to when I go into it properly I need to get yeah. myself kitted out so if your club is so if you're part of your club right and yeah. how you know if you wanted to like, get a faster pace do, is there a specific training session that you would do um well they do that on nights Sunday so on a Sunday each week they do intervals so they'll do like five minutes of running and two minutes of walking so that's kind of and that's where we do pace but actually say that we've got another <laughs> also quite a competitive club but like a community club so we've now connected with another club so there's another club down the road from us which is in Walsall which is another area not far from where I live and there's a running club there so we're now having a meet next weekend to race each other <laughs> Wow. So that's the, so it's like our kind of like it's our fast series. So basically, that's the um, aim ah, with it. Yeah. So it's kind of like club versus club, which um, yeah. And there, where we run, it's quite um, if you follow the triathlon in the Commonwealth Games, that's basically where we run in Sutton Park, which I would recommend for anyone to go. It's a beautiful park, but it's also quite it's quite hilly. There's a lot of it's a lot of ups and downs. Whereas yeah. this one where we're going to, which is in the Arboretum in Walsall is very flat. So I'm hoping 
hoping okay. I can get a PB next week. We'll see. Yeah, so effectively your club, so you could do like home and away ties. <laughs> exactly. That's it. We may just start travelling around the country, like take us on. So yeah, if, yeah. if you've got a club like up in uh, your neck of the woods, let us know and we'll, we'll travel up and take you on. But you've got to be up at five o'clock in the morning. <laughs> no, nah, it's four o'clock up here. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I'll, get, I'll, I'll challenge you to a 3am then, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, for myself, you know, to increase my speed. So I do uh, this once a week when I can. So I would run 100 metres and then I would rest 200, rest 400, 800 and then do a 1K. And then if you do that over the course of the month, you'll definitely see your speeds increase. Wow. Yeah, I mean... I've also signed up, which is a good point actually in terms of like pace, because um, I've also, and a couple of things, I guess one thing that I didn't realise as well as like the strength work that I needed to do, like actually yeah. getting power in my legs. And I'm a little bit, I think, you know, I, I used to be a bit of a um, like gymophobe, but I think maybe because like physically I wasn't in a good place, also didn't know what I needed to do. So, but I've realized that actually one of the things to do as well as like doing like interval training is actually getting stronger in my glutes and my quads, which actually means occasionally going into a gym. <laughs> okay. I need to like work on that more. And I've just signed up myself for like a run coach for the marathon as well. Cause I'm like, it wasn't like a, you can, and you can do it without, I know there's like lots of like online training plans as well, but this was another thing about accountability for me as well. I'm like, right, I'm going to commit myself because I want to do this well. And I'm also conscious because of my age, because I'm in my late 30s, that I am um, also need to be more mindful of my body than I probably could have done in my early 20s doing something like this. I was like, I could end up injuring myself really easily. So I just want to make sure like the strength training that I'm doing and obviously the, the long runs and stuff as I head into the marathon, I'm actually looking after my body like properly. Yeah. And then so when you're in doing your strength training, are you listening to your techno gym, your music? No, I'll go back to like R&B hip hop in the gym. So right, like okay. I'll flip it out, I'll switch it up. <laughs> so it's literally just pure like techno is when I'm, when I'm running. Okay. <laughs> and maybe when I'm in Ibiza, but there we go. <laughs> <laughs> and then just before we round up, so what advice would you give to anyone looking to start their fitness journey for the first time? Oh gosh. I mean, um, just, I know this sounds really, really like simple, but my mantra is just start. Like the hardest part is just going, just getting up off the sofa and moving and don't, and I, I have always been in life. Everything's about been about the end goal. And like, I'm quite a big fan of this author called James Clear there's a book called Atomic Habits and it's all obviously now for me Atomic Habits is like literally like the consistency but it's just embracing the process and for me the process has just been day by day just getting that bit and bit better so the hardest bit is literally just getting up off the sofa and moving so getting a pair of trainers on go get your hair before you do it because actually <laughs> don't make my mistakes and wear the wrong shoes but um just physically getting out there and I would also recommend if someone's thinking about running that even if they're on the very start of their their running journey like go and join a running club because like I I should have done that like months before I did because like I said I would have 
physically I would have got better but I think mentally I probably would have got to a better place quicker than I did when I was doing it when I was trying to figure it out on my own and I think it was maybe okay with the start of my journey but find a running club promise they're not as scary as they look you know a lot of them are on Instagram as well so you can kind of get a feel sometimes from their photos of what they're sharing like what they what they run like what they look like so you can kind of feel like okay and like I say as soon as I saw my group I'm like no, they look like my kind of people it's okay so you know give it a go but it's that it's that fear factor of just and you can message a few people on there as well and like now I've got you know like friends from there as well so but definitely like I say simplistic way is just 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 give it a go and be it's okay failing it's okay to be like crap at something when you start because I wasn't you know I'm still not amazing at it but I'm enjoying it and I think that's also really important to find your exercise that you enjoy because yeah it's hard it's it, it'll always be hard because exercise isn't easy but you know the feeling that you get off the other side of it like I, it, I, it's it's one of those other feelings that you can't really describe unless you unless you do it oh definitely and then if anyone wants to reach out to you Gemma where can they do that um my I've got an Instagram account which I again part of my accountability journey that was one of the reasons why I set it up um because I just wanted to put it out there <laughs> I'm now committing myself to the running world so I've got an account called Gem Loves Running so there you go because I'm obsessed with it so if anyone did want to know more about my journey or like any like tips then you know kind of happy to to share that with with people so yeah I always say like hit me up in the dms I usually just see me talk like doing my 4am flat lays or talking about baby food or like my really rubbish music taste so <laughs> usually talking about Craig David but that's for you know that's for after hours <laughs> <laughs> no it's been great having you on my show Gemma um, but just before we round up is there any questions you would like to ask me uh, I mean, I'm, well, I mean, if it's, it depends how long we've got left, but I'm really intrigued by your journey and like how you got into to doing what you do. So it goes back to like 2013. Um, I was a wee bit heavier um, and I was a full lifeguard, you know, and I think I was going on holiday and I spoke to two of the gym instructors um, where I worked and the guys gave me a gym programme, but they also introduced me to spin and metafit. So spin effectively is 45 minutes and metafit is half an hour, high intensity, short rest periods. So body weight as well, so it worked. So I decided that I would follow this gym plan, go to these classes. So I was doing the classes twice, sorry, five times a week. Um, so it was 10 classes a week. And I was making sure I was still getting the rest is. Um, but within six weeks, I lost two stone. Oh, um, wow. Gosh, that's amazing. And like, like yourself, I think the mindset had changed totally on everything. Uh, because obviously I was a lot slimmer. People were making comments. And then on the back of that, uh, I decided to put myself through my qualifications. I started delivering classes in the community and then a couple of years later I managed to get a gym job and now I'm still in that job um, delivering to you know Glasgow effectively helping people because I get helped on my journey and 
you know, I wouldn't have it any other way because I actually enjoy my career uh, because it doesn't seem a job to me. It's kind of a hobby. I just go there for a break now and again. Oh my know. goodness. That sounds like the best job in the world. So effectively, I get to train people, I get to chat, you know, and, I, and I'm helping people in, in the long term. Oh, that's awesome. Wow. What a phenomenal journey. Like it sounds like, and it, yeah, goodness. Like it sounds like it's changed your life as well. So, um, yeah, it's, yeah. it's nice that, I mean, you've obviously taken it to the next level. It, it may, maybe that'll be me in like, you know, a couple of years time about, I would be like a running coach. It could be, it could be, you could be, a, Who knows? You could be a jog leader. There you go. That's your next step. That'd be my side hustle. But yeah, exactly. I mean, focus for now is just getting the job, getting the job done. Yeah, <laughs> as in the marathon nice. yeah but no it's been awesome having you on my show Gemma thank you oh thank you so much for having me yeah it's been lovely to meet you